0: Luke 2, 1 through 20, and I'm going to pray before I read. Usually I pray after I read, and I'm going to pray before, because if you're like me, you've heard this read dozens upon dozens of times, and I'm going to pray that God refresh our imaginations and remind us that this is real. (laughs) It really happened. So let's pray. Jesus. Open our minds and our hearts afresh so that we may behold these words, not as a fairy tale, not as a just a story that we tell this time of year, but to see it as a real event, that happened in real history, in a real place, to real people, with a real baby. May it not just be a concept for us out there. May it be a reality for us here. May we be in awe of what you've done. Open our eyes so that we may see. Amen. In those days, a decree went out from Caesar Augustus that the whole empire should be registered. The first registration took place while Quirinius was governing Syria. So everyone went to be registered, each to his own town. Joseph also went up from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea to the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was of the house and family line of David to be registered along with Mary, who was engaged to him and was pregnant. While they were there, the time came for her to give birth. Then she gave birth to her firstborn son, and she wrapped him tightly in cloth and laid him in a manger, because there there was no guest room available for them. In the same region, shepherds were staying out in the fields and keeping watch at night over their flock. Then an angel of the Lord stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, "'Don't be afraid.'" For look, I proclaim to you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. Today in the city of David, a Savior was born for you, who is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be the sign for you. You will find a baby wrapped tightly in cloth and lying in a manger. Suddenly there was a multitude of the heavenly host with the angel praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest and peace on earth to people he favors. When the angels had left them and returned to heaven, the shepherds said to one another, let's go straight to Bethlehem and see what has happened which the Lord has made known to us. They hurried off and found both Mary and Joseph and the baby who was lying in the manger. After seeing them, they reported the message they were told about this child, and all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds said to them. But Mary was treasuring up all these things in her heart and meditating on them. The shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all the things they had seen and heard which were just as they had been told. Wow. Mm. All right. I didn't tell Brad this, but we're going to have another moment of singing, okay? I'm going to lead. I'm going to get a little secular, but hang with me. Kids, you help me out. Oh, you better watch out. You better not cry. You better not pout. I'm telling you why Santa Claus is coming. uh, Sorry about the key. (laughs) He sees you when you're sleeping. He knows when you're awake. He knows if you've been bad or good. So be good for goodness sake. We'll stop there. Very good. That song used to haunt me as a child. It did between thanksgiving and christmas when those when that song was played whether in the car at home in the grocery store i would be scared to death because it says he sees you when you're sleeping he knows when you're awake and then it goes he knows if you've been bad or good <laughs> So I worried, and, and I'm gonna ask my parents, how does Santa Claus know everything about me? He's one guy. And they, they were before their time. This was before Elf on the Shelf. They knew of elves in the bushes. <laughs> well, they're, they're out there, they, they're out in the bushes and the trees, and outside your window, they're watching, it. and the elves go back and report to Santa. So between Thanksgiving and Christmas, I, I couldn't do it the other eleven months. But between Thanksgiving and Christmas, I'll do my best to be good. Because if they see me when I'm sleeping, when I'm awake, and what I what I what I'm saying and my behavior, then oh, I better be good. Because I don't want to be on Santa's naughty list. I don't want to be on Santa's nice list. Because I don't want to wake up in the morning with uh, uh, with coals or switches. <laughs> I tried, (laughs) but I never really succeeded. I mean, to this day, my older sister blackmails me about a bad word I said over the holidays during a Monopoly game. (laughs) If you don't do that, I'm going to tell mom and dad what you said. I tried. Here's the crazy thing. I don't think those elves saw everything I did. I know I saw some is in the, in, the, in the bushes, in the trees. I, I can almost picture it in my mind, seeing an elf scurry off one day. But there's no way they saw and heard everything. You know how I know they didn't see and hear everything? Because every December 25th, I would come and walk into the den, and there would be a plethora of presents under the tree for me. And every year, I would think, fooled them again. Because if they had seen everything Matt had done, I would not be having all of these presents. So I'm certain that even though they were there part of the time, they didn't see and hear everything. Because I always got gifts as a child. I still struggle with that. not the Santa part, but I still struggle with that whole way of living with God. See, God is more cosmic, more comprehensive than Santa could ever be. He does know when I'm sleeping and when I'm awake. And he not only hears me when I talk, he knows my behavior and he knows what I'm thinking. And if I'm being raw with you this morning, I still struggle with working to be, get, and stay on his nice list. My mentality, my default shifts often to... I I better do these good things so I can get and stay on the nice list. And I better not do these things because I don't want to be on God's naughty list. And I believe in my soul that if I act a certain way, I will move up the nice list on God's charts. Or if I've had a couple of bad days, I will move down uh, on the nice list or up on the naughty list on God's charts. And then it kind of just gets into this big cycle Well, I have to do more and more and more to please God. Because God, obviously, I'd never say this out loud because I know better here. But in my heart, I know that maybe God is sitting there with the list in heaven, checking it twice to see what matt pearson has done and it's exhausting that lifestyle is so exhausting let me see if I've done enough to get God to like me today. Let me see if I've done hadn't done enough bad things today where I can maybe, maybe he'll kind of let me slide here and I'll just stay in good graces with God based on my actions. It wears me out. And I'm guessing some of you get exhausted by the same thing. Is that God? Is he in heaven ready to drop the hammer on his children when they're naughty? Uh -uh. Is God just another version of Santa Claus? If God was good only to those who are good, if God was good to only those who were nice, he wouldn't have gone to the shepherds first. Think about that, church. If God was good or nice only to those who were on the nice list, he would not have made it known to the shepherds first. The fact that he went to the shepherds first is really good news. I don't know what pageants you've seen growing up. But the shepherds that I've seen on TV and in pageants, they're real nice and sweet and cute. But did you know in first century New Testament times, you didn't want to be a shepherd. You certainly would not aspire for your child to be a shepherd. They were worthless. They were nobodies. They were riffraffs. They were disrespected. They were invisible. They had probably had a rap sheep this long and the only job they could get was watching dumb and dirty sheep. Just just imagine the night security people at Walmart. Sorry if you work at Walmart. Imagine when you you drive by and don't even notice the Hispanics working on constructing a new home in your neighborhood. Imagine the, 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 the kind of person who flips hash browns at Waffle House. It's it's the kind of person who gets off at 3 a.m. off the night shift and goes straight to the bar to the middle of the morning. That's a shepherd. The kind of person who who gets a paycheck on Friday and then they go and use part of that paycheck for illegal substances and then spend the rest of that paycheck over the weekend at inappropriate clubs. That's the shepherds. (laughs) Naughty, bad, riffraff, no good, disrespectable, And yet, here's, here's what God told this angel to say to them. Don't be afraid. I'm guessing they were like, oh, no, we're, we're done for. Don't be afraid. For look, I proclaim to you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. Today, in the city of David, a Savior was born for you, who is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign for you. You will find a baby wrapped tightly in cloth and lying in a manger. And suddenly, there was a multitude of heavenly hosts with the angel praising God and saying, glory to God in the highest and peace on earth to people he favors What does God do to people like the shepherds? God favors them. God favors shepherds and teenage girls and confused carpenters. God favors them. God doesn't treat us by whether we've been naughty or nice. Listen, Wes Franklin. God is for humanity. Your exhaustion can rest because it's not based on our efforts. It's based solely on his. He does see you when you're sleeping. He does know when you're awake. And he knows you're bad even though you try to be good. And when you try to be good, for goodness sake, if you're like me, you end up tripping over yourself again and again and again. That's why he came. To rescue that. You know what gets me every year about the shepherds? I don't know why I'm infatuated by the shepherds. Maybe one day when I get to heaven, one of them just going to slap me because I misrepresented them or something. But I just love the shepherds. What gets me every year when I read this story is verse 20. It says, after they saw the baby, they returned giddy. That's my translation. They returned glorifying and praising God for what they have seen. I just imagine these shepherds. I don't know what they were singing, but I imagine them singing, and they're just happy. What gets me is that nothing about their earthly circumstances had changed. (laughs) You would think that they had just won the lottery. Yeah. But nothing changed on their earthly circumstances. They still went back to the same job. They still had the the same bank account. They they still had disrespect from community. They still were probably addicted to cocaine. They still had the same marriage issues. They still probably had children that would not speak to them. They still had these same situations. Still had the rap sheet. But yet they came back praising God. Why? Why? You know, because you do the same thing every time somebody gives you a gift. One of your favorite gifts is one of, a gift when, some, when you open it and you know someone has seen you, someone has heard you, someone has listened to you, and someone loves you. Well, if I were to ask you what's your favorite gift, you would recall opening that thing where you just knew someone knew you. And when the shepherds went and saw that baby boy, They knew God had seen them. God loved them. God had heard them. God was for them. And it changed everything. When you know God is for you and loves you and has heard you and gives you what you need, you come back glorifying and praising God. And church... God is for you. You. Believe it and live. Brad, I kind of want to go out singing joy to the world. Can we do that? Come on up. Like, no, I want you to do it, yeah. (laughs) I think they sang Santa Claus louder than they sang some of those worship songs. I'm, I'm I, was, I just want we just stay with me. We will close this moment. We know the words to this one. They'll be on the screen. Sing joy to the world. Joy to the world, the Lord. Prepare Him room And heaven and nature sing And heaven and nature sing And heaven and heaven and nature sing Merry Christmas to you. Amen. Be blessed. Have a great day.